back to batting around it's batting around it's a baseball podcast i am your uh currently very sick co-host uh jane Austen, and um with me are my co-hosts that i'm gonna be leaning on a lot this week uh lauren i'm i'm no longer sick lauren that's <laughs> no longer sick lauren thank you for not uh waiting as long as possible before introducing yourself this time i'm glad that that bit's over <laughs> and steven yo Hey, no, n- no coughing on the yo this this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't have to edit out that many of yours. I'm uh, glad last week. It's all right. Uh, but also, we have a guest this week. Guest I'm really excited about from the Pesky Report, which is a Red Sox podcast and the Sunday Morning podcast. It's uh, Doink Patrol. How's it going, Doink? Hello. It's hey, going <laughs> the significantly better than it has been. <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to uh, a couple episodes of Pesky Report, uh, a couple of the recent ones to kind of get a, get a grip on what's going on with the, the Red Sox lately. Because basically all I knew was just like, oh, this this looks bad. This looks mm-hmm. this looks really, really bad. And the, the previous couple episodes were like that. Um, as tough as it was for me to listen to a Red Sox podcast, yeah, but I appreciate your bravery. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm getting there. Uh, no, you won't catch me dead listening to a Yankees one, though. Uh, you do, yeah, it does rank a bit above that. Turn in a corner, they are half a game above the Orioles. Uh, a really, yeah, a uh, kind of a dubious honor to have, I would say. But it's a start. Everybody's got to start somewhere. It's and a start. Above it's the a Orioles. Start. Yeah. You truly cannot go lower than rock bottom. So no. found that out in real time <laughs> over the last week. Uh, so what's going on with the, with them? What what is what's turning a corner here? Because when we were looking at it, I think it was last week. Um, pretty much all of the the bats were dead outside of a yeah. couple guys. Bullpen was. Uh, kind of floundering what's um what's happening there bullpen's been struggling so if we want to go back i think first of all starting rotation has been the nicest surprise of anything at all this season yeah have no bad words about any of them but if we want to go back i want to validate steven a bit because you were a little down on your players to be shamed later uh you know mission of this season and i think we might have understated tanner hauk's impact on (laughs) oh boy what could possibly happen to this team because if we're gonna go back to when the red sox were getting ready for their toronto series this the week before we were about to go to toronto they moved garrett whitlock to the starting rotation and took him out of the bullpen and garrett whitlock is our like pride and joy if we could just copy and paste 100 garrett whitlocks i would love to have him as a starter i would love to have him as a long reliever love to have him as a closer just get him in every single role possible but he had to do tanner hauk's start in toronto so as soon as garrett whitlock left the rotation or left the bullpen for the rotation things went south so fast they were already going south because of our bats not being awake yet. And like we have the contagious bat syndrome on the Red Sox where if one if one bat is not going, none of them are. And that like, sounds familiar to me. It's it's pretty common on like most te- it's it's very common, but it's like sometimes it's just so glaringly obvious and you're like, God 
damn, like this is bad. So we were already there offense-wise, like three weeks into the season. And then we go to Toronto, and we have to fuck up our whole starting rotation and plug this other guy in who is just doing long relief or closing games. And it really fucked things up, and we're all kind of realizing that now. But now Garrett Whitlock is officially, as of today, firmly in the starting rotation. Um, Our biggest problem is still that we don't have a closer. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely fucking us in the ass. Just so, so bad. I think you should just let Rich Hill do it. He can he can be a closer and a starting pitcher. Yeah, t- probably. My, <laughs> why not? At this point, try anything. Just get it's, every little of, bit of juice out of his arm that you can. Yeah. My, like, yeah. The, the closer by committee thing, when you're trying to do that after a month, it's like you've got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You can't do that for longer than 30 days. No, no, unless you're the Tigers, it's just not a successful strategy. <laughs> right. Or the Rays, yeah. It's not good. But luckily, our bats are starting to wake up. I, I'm not thrilled that Garrett Whitlock is in our starting rotation. I would love to have him as like a setup guy or like long relief, ideally, because that's just when you can get the most out of him. I think we can win the most games with him in that position. But if he's going to be in the starting rotation and they're not going to take him out of it, I think that's kind of the most that I can ask is like just putting him somewhere and not moving him and like maybe trying to let things be a little bit more stable. That makes a lot of sense. Is it, is it fair to say, um, just because it's I, I look at the uh, their, their roster on fan graphs, is there help coming for the starting rotation? Like, I, I don't think we're expecting Paxton or Sale well, anytime soon, but like yeah. even the minors they can call up for help. We do have, we have Connor Siebold in the minors who's like probably if we're going to see a starting pitcher soon, it'll be him. People are saying Brian Bayo, who was promoted from our double A AA to triple A today or yesterday. People are saying he has a shot towards the end of the season to maybe come up and do a couple starts. But we really heavily relied on Sale and Paxton uh, being able to come back, and they're both having setbacks again. So, oh, I hadn't heard that. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paxton, I guess, has – he's not throwing yet. Mm-hmm. And I guess Chris Sale is just resum- resuming throwing, but he had, like, a non-COVID-related illness that was a setback. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> um, so we'll see. We'll see. We made it until, what, August without Chris Sale last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the worst. And he's also not the best anymore, so. <laughs> no, but you need, that, you need that fire, the certain crazy energy he brings to. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't have that anymore, I fear. <laughs> but I'm really excited about James Paxton. If that works out, I think that's a genius move. If that can actually come into fruition, I would love to see him come back and be a stud but they need to introduce a dumb throwback jersey for chris sale to get mad at it's just and got like then shreds maybe in it. that will put the fire back into him yeah maybe yeah that should work paxton is an interesting one to come back um my, my my thing with him for some reason this has always stuck in my head for years now was when he was like first called up in seattle i was in like a deep uh fantasy baseball league like 20 team like super super deep and this one dude was obsessed with Paxton, like sold the farm to get him, held on to him way longer than he should have. It was just like, this is, this is the next Clayton Kershaw. This is the guy. Um, 
So that's always been my expectation for him, and it, uh, because that guy was so strongly believed in him. But it doesn't seem like it's ever really materialized outside of like two or three years at the end of, of Seattle. But he's always yeah. had great, incredible potential. Yeah, I'm gonna put my faith in that guy for sure. Sounds, what I always associate with Paxton is, um, I believe it was 2018 opening day with when, the eagle. Well, yeah, when the <laughs> when I saw an eagle attack him at Target Field, that was pretty fun. That was fantastic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time. So if there's any, like, uh, predator birds in Boston that hang around Fenway, he should, uh, th- that's like a, a, a psychosabermetric factor he should, that needs to be taken into right. account, is that he's mm-hmm. an enemy to birds. <laughs> Interesting. He has a Denard Span-like fear of birds now. Yeah, I'd like to see yeah. it with, like, a seagull. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can bring him cool. chips from the stands. Yeah. Just <laughs> hide them in like the like in his pockets or whatever. Well, yeah, it's good to hear that the Red Sox are turning things around. I'm not like they're not my favorite team, but like a more competitive AL East is a good thing for baseball. And the yes. Rays and Blue Jays are kind of sucking it up right now, so it was a good opportunity. Yeah, that was kind of a fun. Like we had all predicted. I was like, I don't know. The Blue Jays are kind of the darling of baseball right now. It seems like that's the easiest fall from grace imaginable. And it's happening so much faster than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all made the same I hope it's not. Yeah. I hope it's not sustained, but like, same. yikes. And it just hurts to see the Yankees with nine losses. I mean, that's not fair. That's no, no that's one likes disgusting. that. It's, yeah. just, it's just bullshit, and I yeah. hate it, and I'm ready to, I'm ready to investigate. There are 29 fan bases for whom that's like the most unpleasant thing happening in the world right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have that. We have that. But it's been, yeah, at least the, you know, it's been kind of the consensus that, uh, what, what's the what's the major holiday in the summer? Memorial Day? That Memorial one? Day. <laughs> We're mm-hmm. like, Memorial Day is panic button day like if things aren't turning around by memorial day for like whoever needs Mm -hmm. to be figuring shit out then that's you then you might have a tanking season on your hands but luckily it is may 17th we beat the astros yesterday things you always love to see that love to beat the astros and snap a win streak (laughs) love that absolutely i don't even know like what a red sox tank would look like right now i don't think anybody's on like an expiring contract jd martinez oh, is still a free agent, everybody's on an expiring contract oh no <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's the thing is we're looking at you know it's we have jd xander nate Valdi. we've got i think kike is expiring this year mm. it's like oh. we're looking at potentially if things aren't done right we're looking at 50 percent of our roster is different Ouch. next year and i don't want to think about it at but all hey, you've got trevor story unlocked trevor story's we've not got going trevor anywhere unlocked everybody loves he him hit- hit the piss out of a baseball last night finally <laughs> absolutely crushed it i yeah. so happy for him but he was he was definitely i think he needed that he needed to have a home run like that in his first game of this homestand or else i think he might have been murdered outside of fenway because <laughs> like they were booing him i don't know if you like heard, I heard or that. saw that's, that's, but that's he a, yeah. he had a little golden sombrero moment Oh, is that not, not a thing Boston fans do, though? No, they're aw- they were awful. Okay. They're horrible. <laughs> they they suck. Well, no. it's usually associated with Yankees fans, though. The but yeah, I your, your, fan, we, your um Philly's, your player, your own Philly fans get fucking crucified 
for booing our own team, and it's right. like, shut up. It's I normal. I think booing your own team is fine. I think booing the new guy Pretty harsh. is like a mm. little heinous. I was like, mm. okay, that's a little harsh. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, four strikeouts is abysmal for someone who is making that much money. It's 2022. It's, like, <laughs> getting the golden sombrero, not that big of a deal anymore. <laughs> like, strikeout rates are up. We are in the three true outcomes I wish age. I remembered it's what okay. pitcher it was. But yeah. um, it was bad. And he got booed. Yeah. But I'm glad that it's – that's the other thing, too, about, you know, fans like that who are so quick to boo you for sucking is they're also so quick to literally make you the hero of your life. Sure. Yeah. That's very good point. Yeah. They're the metronomes of the world. Yes, exactly. They're just like, I hate you. I love you. Buying a jersey okay. next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand. But I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Trevor's story. I Xander Bogarts hit a home run last night to the chorus of people cheering to re-sign him, which I don't think I've <laughs> like, ever nice. seen. And I was like, that's incredible. Just like having people talk about you needing a raise chanting while yeah. you do your job. Like, I want that. Yeah, I wish yeah. my coworkers did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Pay her! <laughs> Well, I'm editing the podcast. Steven and Lauren are like agreeing to give me more, a bigger cut. Of the Patreon money. Yeah. They're like 36%. Yeah. <laughs> and he's off to a red star. He's like the one of the bats that has been reliable all season. So. Oh, yes. Xander, JD, and Rafi have been absolutely carrying the team and keeping us out of having a minus 26 run differential. Our run differential is, I think, only minus nine right now, which Correct. I'm okay with. That's, I'm yeah. okay with that. Mm-hmm. We've been having a lot of, like, one... Uh, I felt like our entire first month of this season was one nothing games. And it was just... You can't do that. No. Not a little can't can't be quick. living like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think I have a segue here. Okay, go. Yeah. Uh, interesting goings on at Fenway Park uh, related to the Red Sox. Um, this it was a, at Fenway that uh, this anecdote came up from this great article in Sports Illustrated. I don't know if you had a chance to read this about Shohei Otani the prankster. Oh God, yeah. I didn't see that. This is fantastic. Yeah, uh, it was at Fenway in the visiting weight room uh, when he apparently one of his favorite pranks is to take a. Uh, uh, a big, like a giant, uh, like workout ball, pretend it's incredibly heavy, and then chuck it at the face of 63-year-old Dom Chidi. Incredible. I love him so much. He's perfect. <laughs> Highly recommend the article. I... He's also a prankster in all sorts of different things. Why did I have to know that he's a prankster? <laughs> like, this is not going to be something that I'll be able to get over. I, I think he would probably have to be the best at ranks, like he's the best at anything. Like, no one could put on a hot shoe right. like he can. Yeah, I, mm. I want to see him do a hot foot. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, like... can you, I'm going to turn into one of those, like, you couldn't make Blazing Saddles guys today, but, like, <laughs> uh, like you couldn't do a hot foot today. You couldn't do the legendary baseball pranks today. No, It's not... been years since I've seen a hot foot on a MLB game. I think like I saw a Dodger one, but that was like in there, 2013, 2014. Yeah, no, there was there was one in like I think 2017 or 2018, but like it was it caused a stir. Like, <laughs> oh, you shouldn't be uh, you know, teaching kids how to do this. They look up to you. Like, <laughs> come on. 
Yeah, we should be teaching the kids the cool pranks, like rather than yeah. like bullying Yasiel Puig. <laughs> the article just goes into him just being such a goofball and it's like god the one um the one gif i don't know if you y'all saw it but the one of him like giving cpr to his bat oh yes <laughs> that was early in the season yeah and it worked I've seen that effective one effective yeah. cpr too yeah i mean yeah. it worked <laughs> it literally worked <laughs> mm-hmm and I and I love that all the I love that all the angel like a bunch of other angels are randomly super famous in Japan because they're like next to Shohei in photos and it's like oh yeah no we know all about you we're gonna call yeah. we're gonna oh, call you're, you you're hot, hot guy. guy they call yeah. you hot guy <laughs> yeah uh, like honestly honestly iconic like Tyler Tyler Wade. I want to see him. I want to see how he does in Japan. God, I forget that Tyler Wade is an angel now. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys in the angels where I keep being like, that's, that doesn't look right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, like, I, I, still, I keep... still yeah. doesn't feel, still feels so weird. And it's like his weird beef with the Mets or like not, not beef the Mets have with him. It's, it's very strange. His, it seems kind of one-sided on his part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's that sort of guy, I think. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I'm like, you left, man. I, don't know. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Ar- they have Archie Bradley too. That's a we strange talked one. about oh, it on yeah. the show. Like... I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but apparently, uh, yeah, apparently Otani gives him a lot of candy because he gets a lot of fan mail from Japan. <laughs> That's cute. Which is just perfect. I should send him a fan mail. Yeah. Yeah, that should come back. We should start. We should yeah. start doing doing fan mail again. Need to see what his PO box is looking like. <laughs> that K- thing's K- probably crazy. Kiki Hernandez is another one of those guys where, like, I'm always going to see him in a Dodger uniform. I can't not. But I he, get that. Mm-hmm. But he's like been. Yeah. I think he's like pretty popular with the fans in Boston. Oh, so. we love him. Yeah, I don't know absolutely how you love him. him. How do you not? I'm like, I'm going to be so sad if we don't keep him. I mean, also we yeah. just don't have any. We have, like, some reasonable center field pro- – like, all of our farm is, like, 50% outfielders, but <laughs> – oh, God, I love him so much. Yeah, and he's, like, a great swing guy. Every team needs a swing guy now. It's just mm-hmm. how the baseball works. My leadoff hitter. We've talked about in this uh, – on this show, Steven's dying uh-huh. uh, segment. Speaking of – but yeah, there's we there's, have we, we have, have some players. We have new developments Ooh. and uh, breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> breaking breaking news. Let's let's talk about it, Stephen. Yeah. Get into it. So um, I did. I basically gave up on player to be shamed later, uh, after both the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees went to Toronto with their full rosters, and at that point, I'm like fuck like if you're not gonna get those guys yeah if you're not gonna get them then like what the fuck's the point so you got tanner hauk so well and and then i i i did my due diligence and i looked up i i i knew the mariners series was starting so i i i did my usual search mariners restricted list toronto (laughs) and uh i got one i got one that popped up and I was like, ooh, who's this? Uh, and it was Drew Streckenrider. Streckenrider. <laughs> All right. This still doesn't sound like a big name that could save the segment. No, right? Uh, so so here's the thing. I, I got one, and I'm like, okay. we Something. have At least we mm-hmm. have a name. We have some sure. freak pitcher 
because so far all but one of them has been a pitcher um mm. which makes total sense which, it's like yeah. right that's a pitcher brain thing for we sure. have we have a mailbag yeah, question sure. later on that i'm gonna talk about the that i'm yeah. gonna like bring yeah, us I back to, to we're gonna real talk about lone pitchers, wolf so. mentality yeah yeah, yeah. Breaking and probably there. <laughs> a lot of like joe rogan podcast playing pitchers are especially weird. like yeah. starting pitcher is he a starting pitcher too i I don't think. Hold on. No. Uh, I, thought he, I think he's a reliever. Yeah, he's he a reliever. Sound like one. Oh yeah. So he's, yeah. got saved. So I was like, okay, like it might be something to bring up on the podcast, but probably not anything for like fanfare. And then I saw that <laughs> conspicuously, uh, Robbie Ray, reigning uh, reigning Cy Young, uh, has a locker in Toronto, but. Uh, is not available for press and also is nowhere to be seen. And people thought this was interesting because, I mean, he played for the Blue Jays last year. So Mm -hmm. the press press would probably want to talk to him about that. And he was nowhere to be seen. So people started asking questions. Uh, And the answers to those questions are that he is not allowed in Canada but he's also not allowed on the wrist on the restricted list because of competitive com, like competitive balance rules he just pitched like you can't a pitcher can't be placed on the restricted list within i think 4 days of them starting so <laughs> so the Seattle Mariners are in are playing a series against a a, a good opponent down a man like completely down someone not taking advantage of the so restricted they just, list. They just lose the roster spot. They the, they the lose the roster spot. That's incredible. Wow. Awesome. That's next level dumb guy behavior. Yeah. So we he's That's not on the incredible. restricted list, but he is he is very much a player to be shamed later. Awesome. Everyone was like, oh my god, why would the Blue Jays let go of Robbie Ray? <laughs> <laughs> and we just found out. That's I amazing. Think know now, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, and so he was, he's never been vaccinated, apparently. Well, he would have been eligible to enter and exit Canada last year. Right. Because right. he was a resident of Canada and he had a worker's exemption. But now that he is no longer a resident of Canada, he is un- ineligible to enter the country. Awesome. Incredible. I mean, the segment wow. lives. The segment lives. It, the segment back, lives. It is back again, baby, and it's good dies. again. Yes. It's the most prominent one we've had so far. Excellent. Yeah. We're back on top, yeah. baby. And I think... Th- so... It was very weird that Texas, that both Texas teams went up there with their full rosters because of preconceived notions about Texas. But, like, I don't think it's that weird that the Yankees went up with their full roster because they're a division rival. The Red Sox, Mm -hmm. like, they 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 only had two. Was it two or one? Um, it was Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford. That's yes. right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the, they only had two. sucked since then. <laughs> so like, <laughs> and honestly, the Red Sox are going back. I'm interested to see if they're still going to be on the restricted list. Probably. But I would expect division rivals to at least have a higher chance of 
having fewer people right to shame but yeah the seattle mariners this is their only time in in canada and right. for mm-hmm. for most teams that's the case so right. i feel like we have a lot of potential here for especially the uh the national league central um mm-hmm. who are playing the blue jays this year so like the 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 team that is next on the on the clock after Seattle are the Reds, which I mm. I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. Not not as baseball players, but for the segment, yeah, for the segment, <laughs> right, right, right. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be clear, just the right. way that the, the the all the narratives around the Reds are going this it year, it would just be too perfect. It would be if too they perfect. Had a full yeah. roster, yeah. and they, has, they, they can't. And like, that. I know the right. Phillies are going up there for two games, so yeah. like I know a lot of players are probably going to be like, yeah, whatever, I'll whatever. So I don't yeah. know. We're back. We're back, right. and it feels great. Yeah, has Andrelton Simmons been cut yet? Because uh, <laughs> the Cubs will have to go up there eventually. Uh, the, Cubs, also, the Cubs are there toward the end of the season, yes. Yeah. Um, this might just be also me trying to find a reason to shit on the Yankees, but I am going to say that the only reason that they went up there with their full roster was because they all got vaccinated when they were worried that they wouldn't be able to play home games. Yes. Almost certainly, yeah. Yeah. Really so, yeah. I don't think Aaron Judge would have gotten vaccinated if that was a threat. If, that <laughs> if it was just threat. for like a couple series, if it was just for a there. couple games, they'd be like, whatever. Yeah. But oh. them missing half of their home game, that would have just, oh, God, it would have been so great though. I was so like excited. A content. <laughs> I don't know why I even bothered getting excited about that. Yeah, no, I wish we lived in the parallel universe where they were like playing all of their games out of uh, probably like Buffalo or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Nah. Taking over so, yeah. Brooklyn Cyclone Stadium. Love that place. So, so far we have AJ Puck, Kirby Sneed, Austin <laughs> Allen, Tanner Houck, Cutter Crawford, Drew Steckenrider, and now Robbie Ray. All very normal names. Kirby Sneed. <laughs> Kirby Sneed. Kirby Sneed. And Kirby Sneed is great, but Cutter Crawford's my favorite. Cutter, Cutter Crawford is like the ultimate <laughs> baseball name. He learned yes. to throw at Cutter. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, re- yeah. in the last couple of years. And uh, I believe... is Hauk is um, a starter. Yes. Well, now he's he was. in the bullpen. <laughs> he was. He's so, like, he's it's mostly really relief pitchers specifically, with a, mm-hmm. a starter and a half and a catcher. Who is oh, a don't back, forget Chris who is Sale. A backup catcher. <laughs> he got oh, I'm too. I'm very excited <laughs> to get to Chris Sale. The so the Blue Jays ne- opponents next couple opponents they're they got the Mariners now, they got the Reds next, and then the White Sox and then the Twins. Ooh. Yeah, awesome. It'd be really so, funny uh, if to, if they had to leave their man- the White Sox had to leave their manager at home. <laughs> I think that's the outcome I want is Tony Larusa having get stopped at the border. Oh yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Like, well, can yeah for for DUI purposes or for a uh, <laughs> little yeah. bit of both. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh let's get into mailbag here. We've been going for a while. I uh, got a good segue question here. So from our Discord, Claire asks. Are all starting pitchers absolute weirdos, or just the vast majority of them? All pitchers in and general. All all pitchers in general are weirder than Absolutely. position players. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
Um, I have been trying to get a classification figured out. I've been I've been thinking about this in the back of my head for years. Um, that this does mo- just apply to pitchers. I have one axis figured out, but I don't have the other one for making like a political alignment chart sort of thing. But the one axis is like on one end is uh, you are Timothy Leary. You are like, you know, you are Bill Lee. Uh, you are, um, um, you know, Doc throwing Doc Ellis. Um, and then on the other end, you are a soldier of Christ. <laughs> and you fall somewhere on that continuum. Okay. And being anti-vax can fall anywhere on those two yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, pitchers, I think, are just more likely for it. I think but... your other access might be, like, paranoia. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. <laughs> like, that yeah. genuine paranoia and, like, superstition yeah. truly yeah. will, like, dictate your outcome as, like, a sicko pitcher. Mm-hmm. I like that. We'll have to do an episode where we just plot people just on, plot that, them all. <laughs> on that axis, on those axes. It's also one of those things I think where like relief pitchers, I don't know. I think they're kind of considered the nerds of baseball in some ways. Like a lot of them are weird, weirdo, uh, regressive um, losers. But also, I always thought of um, Josh Colmenter, uh, who's nicknamed the Professor because he mm. had like a, more than a college degree. Uh, I think that's the kind of like a, a standard always kind of a, a applied to uh, relief pitchers in particular is uh, uh, I guess because they actually might have paid attention in school. They're um, outsiders, even in the baseball world. Right. I think relief pitchers just um, are put in a situation to become weirdos mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they are sitting in a bullpen, just hanging out with other weirdos. Um, they don't have to, you know, They're sequestered um, away from the rest of the dugout. Yeah, they don't have to just sit in the dugout and you know be ignored by everybody when they're in the you know during a start or something. Um, They don't have to constantly have their head in the game like they're like you know position players do. They are just out there um, being weird little guys. It's the same principle, really, as like uh, having a dog at home alone. You don't turn on the TV; it's going to get kind of stir crazy. My dog uh, does watch the TV when she's home alone. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, that's uh-huh. true. And it's also like the what they do when they're pitching well is like when you're pitching well, you don't talk to anybody, mm-hmm. right. you don't mm-hmm. move, you just right. sit there. And it's like that's really kind of counterintuitive of like <laughs> normal normal brain function when you're doing something properly yeah if, I, if i'm like on a groove in a groove at work i can't be to my boss like just just chill just give, give, give me space i need like, space don't talk to me yeah 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 okay uh next question here sega cd8 from the discord as well who is the worst pitcher ever to win a cy young might be Robbie um, ray <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it is probably Robbie Ray. Uh, I'll go Red Sox edition here and say, like, I think Rick Porcello. Very I'll well allow it. Yeah, very well might be as well. I'll allow it. Uh, I'm not going to go back to, like, you yeah, know, I was gonna say, let me fucking 1980 or some shit. Like, yeah, I a lot I'll, of them I'll, are. I'll, yeah, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to think about my adult life. Um, and I think those two are, are the ones that, that, that pop into my head i think also you can make an argument that like it's any time they give it to a relief pitcher yeah like yeah. even a really good relief pitcher in terms of value is, is not contributing anything most of the, the time that that's yeah. happened is because like oh yeah just there wasn't you know that 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 many guys with uh like 20 wins or something and mm-hmm. 
uh, in the regular season. But yeah, like Dennis Eckersley is always the weird one that sent out there because like, uh, yeah, like Roger Clemens pitched that year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I have his I have his Hall of Fame induction card around here somewhere. I don't know where yeah. it is. My my silliest Cy Young winner is Corey Kluber. Interesting. Huh. That's goofy which, to me. Which time? Twenty fourteen. Okay. Just real goofy to me. Yeah. Um I Okay. I remember um, that one that was surprising me when it happened just because I I don't remember that team around him being particularly good. Right. Right. But I, I barely remember the 2014 Guardians. The, 20, the 2014 Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a couple of Mets questions here because, of course, we always get We always have stuff. Mets questions. Yeah. Do, we, yeah. do we talk more about the Mets than any other team? Probably. Probably, yeah. Not, <laughs> not get voluntarily. Ready for, get ready for a lot of it what next this, week, too. What is this, tipping pitches? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Struggle Ian, when will the Mets and Angels inevitably fumble the season away? What, Mets and Angels? Yeah. Uh, you know, hot, hot take, neither one. I think both teams are really good. All right, let's go. I love it. Mets Angels World Series would be fascinating. <laughs> that would be that would be wonderful. Not predicting yeah. the, the yeah. Noah Syndergaard series. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, um, and then go ahead. No, you got. It. All right. Then at Mets or die on Twitter. How bad is Steve Cohen's money for the sport? Seems like money ball all over again. I just read the book and even as a Mets fan, I can't help but think that he's Steinbrenner 2.0. Uh, I'm sorry, Mets or die, but this is an incoherent question. <laughs> it is nothing like Moneyball because uh, he's spending money. He's not doing And I don't think him spending a bunch of money is bad for the sport no, whatsoever. We want more the only guys. person it's yeah. bad for is other owners. Mm-hmm. Moneyball so, is when you spend money on ball and the more money you spend, <laughs> the more money Ball it is. The more money ball it is, the more <laughs> the more Brad Pitt it is. Um, yeah, sorry, that's an incoherent question. Uh, okay, yeah, great. We, we are pro spending a bunch of money on your team. Uh, we yes. should do something about bot betting immediately that I that I can't <laughs> say on the air. Right. Yeah, Nick, here's one for Doink here. Uh, which former Red Sox was most upsetting to see in pinstripes? We're gonna, there's going to be a couple of Red Sox trauma questions coming up. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, for me personally, it was Johnny Damon because that was uh-huh. just really raw in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can't speak on everyone else, though. I don't know what else would be more upset. I guess, like, no one was really mad at Jacoby because he just ended up kind of stealing all their money. <laughs> yeah. That rules. Uh, and that's, that's ideal. So. Yeah. My personal answer is Johnny Damon because that ripped the heart out of little me. <laughs> Understandable, yeah. He's, he's one of those fascinating career guys. Um, okay, and then uh, there's two of them here that are pretty much the same question. One of my best friends is a big Red Sox fan, and she is deeply in love with Xander Bogarts. Sounds increasingly likely that he will get traded this summer. Any ideas on how I can help cheer her up after this heartbreak? And the other one is just is Xander and or... Um, Devers going to get traded at the deadline. Um, to the second question, no, absolutely not. Like, I think the people that were looking at the first month of baseball and being like, oh my God, we're going to be sellers at the deadline. <laughs> right. Uh, 
has a fundamental misunderstanding of how Heim Bloom operates a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like doing his stuff, stacking his chips very slowly. But um, the threat of Xander leaving at the end of the year is likely. I'm choosing not to think about it. Um, I I don't. I'm still kind of like totally fifty fifty on it. There's like new stuff coming out every day that's like, oh, Scott Boris has said a, f- a friend of Xander Bogart said that, you know, he wants to go somewhere else. And, like, there were these rumors about St. Louis all last week, like, that Xander Bogarts would be going to St. Louis at the trade deadline, which just seems insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think... Really weird speculation. I don't, I don't think that that holds any weight whatsoever speculating on what teams this early is kind of insane yeah you're just kind of pulling from whatever but i think there's a chance there's like you know there's as much of a chance that we pay him as if we don't i think if we do pay him he'll slide over to second trevor will be shortstop xander will have his little shortstop money and he (laughs) can kind of like stop playing for a bag which yeah. I would like for him. Yeah. Regardless, I honestly just want to see him get paid because for he's sure. taken he's taken hometown discounts for a long time and I think that's really cool. Um I would like to be the ones who pay him. But if you need to console your friend, I would say don't worry. Uh we have Trevor Shorey who can play shortstop. We have Marcelo Meyer who was the number 1 overall pick and he's now our shortstop prospect and he's insane and he will be better probably maybe hopefully than xander so look forward to 2025 and zero chance you think that they trade rafael devers like worst case Um, scenario if they manage to like not extend him over the course of this upcoming off season I cannot imagine a world where Fenway doesn't get burned to the ground. (laughs) Like, it would be, people compare it to, like, what it would be like to lose Mookie, but he, it, him and Xander, I mean, Rafi on his own is different, but, like, him and Xander are both different than Mookie. Those are, like, homegrown guys. Mm -hmm. That's very different, and, like, I think it would be a detrimental mistake for the franchise as a whole. Especially when you have, like, pay Xander chance <laughs> happening while he's crushing mid, home runs mid yeah. May like yeah, mid yeah. May <laughs> so All right. fear not Nostra Fake asks who's the worst celebrity Red Sox fan oh. um, and, and, and Dave the, Portnoy okay oh, yep. good one easy the, yep. in the, the discords uh, they were ta- they were discussing it amongst themselves and they came to uh, Bill Cosby which I don't know oh, how you beat I didn't know that way. yeah we've yeah. got some really oddball ones mm-hmm. I mean like, I'm glad like, Lil Wayne is like a diehard Red Sox fan <laughs> really yeah huh yeah not to predict that yeah. yeah I would have expected Cosby would be our burden but right right yeah, that's so. Ins- I had no idea. Huh. Yep. Yeah, okay. there's some. I found a list. And there's some weird ones. Like, do you know? Do you know? Like Ben Affleck is a a, well, a Red well, Sox fan. <laughs> what? Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. What? Holy shit. What? Jimmy Jimmy Fallon's a Yankees fan. Yes, that was discussed. Yes. In Big the, time in ruined fever pitch for me when I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> really fucked up. Okay. Uh, 
uh, we can move on from uh, Red Sox trauma here. Then, Quanpild <laughs> uh, asks, should the definition of equality start be changed? No, I think six innings pitched is still fine. I think it's uh, fine. Yeah. Even though that yeah. becomes rarer and rarer, I think it just makes it a better stat, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as yeah. it is, it's not a particularly good stat. Um, I kind of like it for mm-hmm. fantasy leagues, but it doesn't really tell you that much either way. Right. I mean, it's okay. better than wins, but not by, yeah. not by much. Yeah. Um, and then last one here, before we go to the Patreon side of the episode, Goblin Hit Points asks... Uh, I sometimes feel bad for the opposing pitcher. How do I harden my heart and enjoy, <laughs> and then in parentheses, leech energy from their pain like a normal sports fan? <laughs> um, I just don't think you love your team enough, Goblin. Um, I I think that uh, it's you. You have to love your team so much that you can um, feel uh, that you can get that Schadenfreude, that you can get pain from uh, an opposing pitcher. Uh, getting lit up mm-hmm. like even even you know guys i like getting shelled if they're playing against the twins is is uh you know fills me with joy yeah Absolutely. same yeah. The, yeah the the meme about like uh knowing that your enemies are ontologically evil is, is yes. very critical for mm-hmm. baseball yeah. fans to yeah absorb that's it like takes, your it takes a lot for me it's like unwritten rules guilt like catholic guilt yeah, yeah absolutely yeah but you're like, I shouldn't enjoy watching people break unwritten rules and blow up on a opposing pitcher. But no, you should. Mm-hmm. You should. You absolutely should. You should delight in the uh, uh, suffering, in the sufferings of others until the off season comes around. Then you got to root for them again. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Then you have to root for them to get paid. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Okay. Okay. And then actually, okay, actually one more question here because this will go into our Patreon, um, one of our Patreon discussions here. So. Um, let's see, uh, Jeff asks, uh, with this coming up again, and it's a picture of the scoreboard, um, and G-Man Choi and a fact about him, it said, uh, G-Man Choi is terrified of ghosts and believes to have had many encounters with them, including hugs and whispers. Um, what is the main way that ghosts impact baseball? Um, I think I'm cooking up a psycho sabermetric stat for this um which i'll get into in the patreon bit but i will say baseball players are fucking as has been discussed throughout this episode they're all freaks they're all superstitious and they're all religious so in some manner or another like (laughs) ghosts i feel like a non-zero number of baseball players are are believe that ghosts are impacting their daily lives i can see that okay okay cool well if you want to hear uh this expanded upon into uh psycho sabermetrics which i think um i think psycho sabermetrics uh is not just going to be um drug influenced uh baseball analysis i think it's also just supernatural yeah comes into this as well i think we're expanding the definition so if you want to hear that stuff go to uh patreon.com slash batting around uh and get the full episodes there um uh doink are you gonna stick around for the next uh, part of it yeah if you want if you want me to okay great well um if you're if you're bailing out here though uh listeners go check out pesky report and sunday morning podcast okay cool we'll see you on the patreon Asylum.